Hey, we should invite other people too. Uh, we should invite our neighbors so that they could set off fireworks in June. Wait, <laughs> they already are. What is up with that? We had people setting off fireworks at like eleven thirty at night the other night. Yeah, last night. Like, what the was hell that, was that last noise? night? Yeah. It's Trump's America, bitches. <laughs> I guess. And welcome to the 198th episode of Profane Argument Podcast, also known as the Soaring Eagles of Freedom, for Tuesday, June 9th, 2020. My name is Ray, and along with me are... I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. On this podcast, we talk about news, politics, and religious nonsense, and give our opinions from a secular point of view. If you would like to join in to our conversation, you can sign up on our Patreon page, patreon.com slash profanearg, and you can chat with us directly while we record on Discord um, on Tuesday nights right around, starting around 9 p.m. Uh, if you can't do that, you can still post something to our Facebook page or tweet to us at profanearg. Uh, this week on the show, we'll be talking about the Soros Riot Dance Squad. Mm-hmm. Four words I never thought would be together, but but first, uh, a couple of things that I wanted to follow up on. Um, something came up in my newsfeed again today about Mubarak Bala, a humanist activist who was detained in Nigeria. Uh, he is still in custody. He does not have a trial set. He has been in custody for, what is it, 40 days now, with no trial, nothing. Uh, and they're saying that it's because of COVID-19. He was arrested right at the beginning of the lockdown, and they say that they cannot have a court convene because of the virus. Mm. And they can't grant him bail because his life would be in danger, and he wouldn't be allowed to leave Nigeria. Uh-huh. Yep. Just a ridiculous situation. Yeah. Uh, I don't doubt that his life would be in danger, though, so... That part might be true. Uh, I also wanted to follow up on something we mentioned uh, last week, maybe the week before. There was a story about piles of bricks at protest sites. Apparently, the White House has picked up on this and is now... uh, I don't know if it's just in Twitter or, or what, but they are saying that Antifa was the ones putting the piles of bricks at the protest site. Didn't the cops already say what the story was with the bricks? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, what was the cops' excuse? Oh, God, it was something. It was it was d- destruction from someplace else, and they were removing them or something like that. <laughs> right, Re- that was, regardless, was they right. gave their lie, and it obviously didn't match up with the <laughs> White House's <laughs> lie. Yeah, they said it was there had been damage to a brick sidewalk. So they had to clean them up so people wouldn't trip over them, and they were just putting them out of the way. That was the the overhead view of the cops taking them out of the back of a pickup truck. Right. That was that video. I mean, ran, random pallets of bricks near construction sites are not terribly rare otherwise. <laughs> Wait, so the cops work for Antifa? <laughs> uh, it's all making sense now. Mm. I need another red string to put on my board. <laughs> You're going to need a lot more red string. Uh, so, talking about uh, the protests, uh, some good things that seem to be coming out of it. First off- Hey, wait, wait, wait. Be- before you yeah. start, I got a question for the group and for the patrons mm-hmm. okay. regarding this week. 
and basically the past three years. Are you all tired of winning yet? (laughs) (laughs) I was tired of winning, quote unquote, winning uh, a long time ago. November 6th, 7th, 8th, whatever. (laughs) That was it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I just wanted to know if you were tired. No comment from Ian. (laughs) I don't know. I didn't know what it was in reference to. I'm sorry. I didn't get it. I tried to bluff my way out of it. (laughs) (laughs) It was Trump's famous quote back in the day before he was elected that when when he's elected that you're going to be we're going to be winning you're going to be so tired of winning oh <laughs> going to win so much make everything great again yeah your head you're going to be tired of your winning. head's going to spin around so fast we're winning so much uh, yeah in that case yes i am exhausted from all this winning <laughs> <laughs> well he, i mean he's completely could declare victory because the stock market is up do you have more dollars in your pocket because the stock market's up I heard George Floyd is looking down from heaven saying this was a great day. (laughs) Yep. He's tired of winning. (laughs) Stop. (laughs) Hey, there go go our firework neighbors again. Yep. Oh, good. I'm sorry, Ray. What were you? You you had good news? (laughs) Yeah. Well, uh, a couple couple things that I think that are coming out of the, the protests. First off, Minneapolis is, in theory, the first city. To say that it's going to dismantle its police department. Now, when they say dismantle their police department, I assume they mean they're going to downsize it to just do police work. Oh, I assume they mean they're going to do it Camden, New Jersey style, fire everybody, Mm. and rebuild it from the ground up. I've heard a a lot of different theories. Like, you know, when I first started hearing defund the police or abolish the police, I'm like, that sounds not such like such a great idea. (laughs) Um, considering the world that we live in where people will dress up like doctors and charge you $250 for a fake COVID-19 test, someone mm. will take advantage of that. But when I looked into it more with defund, it means like divert funds from the police department, which a lot of them make – a, and we're talking big city police departments. Yeah. And put that more into mental health and stuff like that. So instead, when you have a crazy person, you don't call the police to go in. You call an actual mental health department or something right right or you can still call 911 and 911 says well we have this other specialist person you don't need somebody with a gun you need somebody with you know right well, it wasn't whatever. even i think it was on john oliver the the one police chief was like yeah they got loose dogs in the city they put us on that mm. <laughs> yeah. yeah well it's funny we had an incident in here in state college um what about a year ago i'm not sure recently um it was a mental health check why the hell are people with guns doing mental health checks that's insane that should not be what they do. A mental health check be, should be done by somebody with a background in mental health. <laughs> yeah, so it was like a check-in well, for it, this person. No, his father, the, the guy, um, the guy, his father called the police and said, I'm worried about him. He has a history of mental health. Can you please go check on him? And the police right. went, we have guns. Sure, we'll go. And what happened? They yeah. killed him? He yeah. came at them with a knife. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, he would have. I mean, it's such a weird thing because you. I mean, even if you sent people without guns, he still probably would have done the same thing. Sure, it's but they th- might have been able to, you know, talk him down. Maybe if somebody not in a uniform came to his door, he wouldn't have come at him with a knife. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, we don't know. But I mean, from from what I understand, the thing that they did in Camden worked out really, really well. Yeah, it did. So, but of course, you say defund the police, and then everybody's <laughs> like, "It's such a bad. It, it shouldn't be that. It should be." Reform the police. Uh, not even. I don't know. It should be like, hey, we're going to add extra programs, and we're going to subvert some of that money from the police to um to right. fund these things. Because you put the fund the police out there, and every fucking conservative is mm-hmm. like, see, they want anarchy. 
Yeah. Yeah. So the city council person from Minneapolis said that decades of police reform efforts have proved that the Minneapolis Police Department cannot be reformed and will never be accountable for its actions. So they're going to begin the process of uh, creating a new transformative model for uh, for the city. And the big problem, of course, is the, the, the blackmail potential that the unions have, as John Oliver was talking about on Sunday. I mean, they're holding cities hostage, basically. So oh, blackmail. Yes. I, you said blackmail, and I was like, oh. I know that's the issue. <laughs> blackmail, sorry. <laughs> yes, they do have the ability to threaten you know, what could potentially be a, a very detrimental strike. Mm. Right. But when they actually do, when this has happened, like when they did it in New York City, crime actually went down. Right. Because they're not around harassing people for bullshit. And they're actually just doing the bigger crimes. Right. They're not, uh, they're not giving people tickets for rolling through a stop sign. Yeah. I mean, if, yeah, the co- t- if the cops in my area got lazy and decided not to do anything, there'd be nothing to fucking do. <laughs> because yeah. all they do is bust you for driving fast or whatever. You know, I mean, it's basically what it is. It's all they do. Right. I was going to say, that is the bulk of it. There was that one guy when I was visiting you who called the cops yeah. so that they would come and arrest him. <laughs> yeah, that that will occasionally happen. That's a more summer. T- well, actually, that wasn't even summertime. That was, a, <laughs> that was a November issue. That was a good day. <laughs> hey, listen, I, this town can't be held accountable for what happens when Jackie Martling's in town, all right? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so the one thing I did see that uh, might be negative about that is a comment that uh, – and there was no evidence or anything backing this up. It, I think it was a Twitter comment that defunding police departments means moving uh, public police into corporate police. Oh, no, that would be bad. What, like, be bad. what like private, privately owned police forces? Right. Just oh, well, we have privately a- run prisons, so why not police forces? Because mm. that would be uh, it's a bad idea. Also, bad. of all time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So what? I have to pay a monthly fee like I do for HBO now to <laughs> to make sure that uh, police will come to my house if something happens. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I don't know. Hey, there's a new cop service coming into town. They're only charging fourteen dollars a month. <laughs> <laughs> But, I mean, the the real thing is what you were saying before. Defund the police does not mean do away with the police. It means divert some of the funding to other things that the police are having to deal with right now. Uh, and instead, getting, you know, mental aid professionals and mm. um, work programs and things to help people instead of all of the money being put into fine and put people into prison. And, right. Or that would require... A little bit of investigation on my part, and I don't have time for that. I just want to read the headline and get pissed off about it <laughs> and blast it all over Facebook. <laughs> mm. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, it will take some, you know, immense amount of, you know, restructuring and, and, and getting people on board for such a thing. I mean, my wife is a social worker. When she heard the suggesting that the police should be defunded and that for mental health emergencies, they'll just call the social worker. She's like, call me for what now? Call the cops. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it should be a partnership. You know, one police officer and one uh, mental health specialist. I don't know. There's an answer in there that works. I, I feel if it's a mental health thing. Yeah. I mean, again, because you have the situation where the guy went with the knife. He would, you know, he would do that to Kelly. Sure. You know? <laughs> right. So <laughs> why not? Cool. Why not send in? her and some cops and she's in charge Mm. you know Mm. and she could i mean she could be like he's very dangerous he needs to see a dude don't kill him 
Can we give him non? Yeah, I was gonna say, can we give this guy non-lethal deterrence? Yes. If he's coming at them with a knife, sure. So you know, see, that's the the problem with that is a knife is a deadly weapon, mm. right? Like if you're in a knife fight, somebody's getting cut. Like there's no, I I know we see this all the time. People pull a knife in a movie and they can be disarmed or whatever. That's mostly fantasy. Mm. Um, knives are exceptionally dangerous. If somebody wants to uh, to do damage with it, they're probably going to do damage. So it. I can't be. I'm, I don't want to blame the the local police here for no. for actually using you know firearms. Well, I mean, they were put into a situation that they were not equipped to handle. Was the problem? That is that is likely the case. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to tell you if I had a gun and a guy came out with a knife that I wouldn't shoot him, and then maybe later find out, you know, oh, he was crazy. Yeah, well, crap. you know, yeah. what am I? You know, but I mean, listen, we're not paid to figure out these answers. Yeah. Hmm. So, I mean, part of the, the problem with the police taking care of everything, though, is what we've seen throughout this whole protest, police being ultra-violent. Mm. The, the one story that I have here, I mean, we've all heard of the different things with police driving into protesters. That was one of the first ones. Shooting rubber, you know, less lethal ammunition. Mm. They say rubber bullets. A lot of those rubber bullets have metal inside the rubber. But we, we've seen all of that. But the one thing that, that really stood out that I didn't hear a whole bunch about was in Minneapolis, police slashed tires on vehicles as they were cordoning people off. They were restricting where these people could be. And as they moved in, they slashed the tires. It was This was apparently at some sort of Kmart parking lot. And they just slashed the tires on these cars that were there. I, I they, saw they that. They said that the... The troopers strategically deflated the tires in order to stop behaviors such as vehicles driving dangerously at high speeds in and around protesters. The cars were parked. Yeah. The, the insanity I've been seeing, and I'm sure, again, I, I can't remember where I see all these videos, but they're all probably from John Oliver. Did you see the video of the guy who was just yelling and screaming, and then all of a sudden, I don't know what happened, all, all 20 of the cops converged on him? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, uh pepper sprayed the, the three people around him and then dragged him out into the middle and clubbed him for a while. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I'd seen some disturbing shit of them hitting people with club. I'm like, guys, what the hell? Yeah. The sad fact is, is this has been going on the whole time. This has always happened. It's just that now that everybody's got a, a good a good camera in their pocket, now we're seeing all of it. It's insane the way they're behaving. But are the cops doing this because, I mean, obviously they have to be, because they're protesting cops and they're just like, all right, just start fucking whacking them, you know? Yes. Yeah. Like, like, and I'm sure we all saw it, the video of them pushing that 75-year-old guy down on the ground. Ugh. Oh, but he was he was Antifa. Didn't you hear Trump tweeted oh, about it today? Oh, my God. Did the, the balls on – what a fucking scumbag well, he is. It depends on your timeline. <laughs> like, the first thing they said was, well, this old man trip fell and hit his head. Right. Oh, you've got a video of it? Um, he was Antifa. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there was blood coming out of the back of his head, and the cops, the one guy's like, no, 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 just keep moving. Just yeah. keep moving? You you knocked over a, a frail old man who has cancer, and it, blood is coming out of his ears, not just from the back of his head. He's bleeding from his ears. He's clearly injured, and you're just going to walk past him. You bastards. And then what, <laughs> the like, third- with you? 30 or 50 some odd cops resigned from the protester task force or something like that because because they're trying to, I don't know, hold these two cops accountable? Yep. Yeah, it was 57. Yeah. Oh. yeah, I mean, it's not like they resigned from being cops, God forbid. That's a lucrative deal. You right. get to beat the shit out of people. 
But, like, it, some of them are just clearly missing the fucking point here. Oh, yeah. And again, I don't understand. Why couldn't they have just, like, casually either whipped past that guy or just pushed him out of the way? He was 75. How hard could it have been? Yeah. Or just grab his arms, restrain him, and move him to the side. Like, arrest him. Or just yeah. As opposed it, to just shoving him. Yeah. Like, it just doesn't make any sense. The brutality is just undeserved. Yeah. Yeah, it's gotta be. <laughs> Did anybody just see what the fucking... Uh, drink Alpha. <laughs> <laughs> Alpha just said he likes to play the uh, profane argument drinking game. Every time Jared says fuck and Trump in the same breath, you drink. <laughs> and you're going to get drunk. <laughs> yeah. But it, it's got to be. I mean, again, I've only known a few cops personally. And, you know, for the most part, they seemed like okay guys. Hmm. Yeah, but you know they again. That could be different because I knew them on a personal basis, and right. and I got to tell you, when I did go out with them, like off duty drinking, we were pretty much allowed to do whatever the fuck we wanted. Yeah, run through stoplights, speed, throw beer, but I mean, whatever the hell I wanted to do. That was only five yeah. years ago. <laughs> yeah, we, we we used to play a, a legal side poker game with some um, local police officers, and for the most part, they're nice guys. But yeah, they have they all have a aggressive basis their their core is aggressive and i don't know if it, it, it those types of people are attracted to the job or it, I mean, it, you know brings it yeah. out of them i don't know i think i mean i don't know back in the day i mean i don't know if people actually join the police force to because they want to do good and they mm. want to protect people like a like a like a superhero i don't know <laughs> well, but it's superhero it would yeah implies differentness from the regular the rest of the population, and I think that's a kind of a, a telling description. They want to be bigger, better, faster than the people that they're air quotes protecting. All I can say is this: is that anybody I knew from that I went to high school with that I said, "Oh, he's a cop now." Oh mm. God, <laughs> that's uh, that is oh. And I were like, "Oh, he was really nice and a good guy and stood up for people." It's usually like. Ooh, that guy was picked on a lot, or he was mm. really kind of creepy. You know, like, it's ne never a good sign. It's always a little power trippy and a little, like I said, a, a, too aggressive in general. Not everybody, clearly, but... Yeah. I mean, listen, you know, I have a job where I, my life is not on the line, even though being a cop is not the most dangerous job in the United States. I think it mm. ranks, like, 15th under uh, the, like, I don't know, electric pole workers. Yeah. But... Coal miners. Yeah. Real estate agents have a really shitty bad rep hmm. in all of media. Just any time a real estate agent shows up in any kind of sitcom or a show, they are just sleaze bags, like a step under used car salesman. Hmm. Now, obviously, I hate that, and obviously, when I watch the shows stuff like that, I'm like, that's not what it's like. Like, you're, you're like, there's no reason to sell somebody a shitty house and lie about it. There's five thousand houses for sale. There's no reason that I have to sell this particular house in a particular amount of time, right? right. There's no no need to lie. There's plenty of others right. to look at. Yeah. If somebody in my office does shady shit, I do not back them though. Mm. I'm just like, right. Oh yeah, what a scumbag. You know, like, for instance, I'm sure you all heard the story, if you listen to the Prodigal Sons, about the real estate agent who was also doubling as a fucking heroin dealer. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Ian, you remember this story, right? I want to say yes. You don't remember? It gets, yeah, it all the stories, get, the stories get muddled over the years. I mean, 
I mean, for this particular subject, I feel like the the real estate agent who went into the house and hid all the family <laughs> photos because the family of the homeowners were black, mm. and he didn't know how he could possibly sell a house. The black you house, know, right? Yeah. So he uh. went into the house and said, "I don't know what to do," and just hid all their family photos. Wow! Not only hid them, he hid them under the bed and then forgot to put them back. Mm. Yeah. And then the owners came into the office and were asking why all their family photos were shoved under their beds. And he was like, good note, I got a buyer. <laughs> no, he, <didn't> <laughs> uh, he, he, got, he got fired. But no, there was a woman in town here who, uh, it's pretty an ingenious move, is that people would come asking for her to sit in her office to talk to them about houses. But she really had just bricks and bricks of fucking heroin what? in her desk and was selling it out of there. And she got busted. Oh, wow. Huh. Yeah, I didn't back her. Like the the, <laughs> the 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 NRA didn't set up a defense fund for her. Right? <laughs> they were just like eh, bad apple, like, just bad apple, just a piece of shit. I guess. Speaking of the NRA, though, I you brought that up. I just what what is up with the NRA? The NRA says we have to remain armed and vigilant in case the government is going to, you know rises up and 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 attacks us. What the fuck is going on right now? Where is the NRA on all this shit? Oh, they've been real quiet because black people are running around with guns. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> when it's a white person, they're around. But when it's black people, they're like, e, oh, oh, you're well, Americans too? <laughs> yeah. Well, you're scary. You're not allowed to have a gun. White people aren't scary. They can have guns. Well, you remember when just, you know, before the we, we had the current crisis, we had people running around because they wanted to get haircuts, running around with, you know, AR-15s. Right. And protesting and making a lot of noise and yelling at cops. None of them were killed. None of them were arrested. None of them were handcuffed and humiliated. Wonder what the difference no, is. No, they were they were invited into the Michigan State building. Apparently you can just walk through those metal detectors with AR fifteens, walk right up to the governor's door and scream him. Yeah. about a lockdown. Cops didn't stop them. Hold they up hold up do. an effigy of the governor in front of mm. the state capitol. It's a, it's a slight difference in police tactics there well those are white mm. people there's your answer <laughs> yeah yeah it really is uh, I, I did want to mention another thing that's coming out of the whole protesting that's going on is the fact that monuments of uh, racism are coming down mm. um, confederate monuments are starting to be not just pulled down by the protesters. Um, mostly they can't do that uh, because they're very solid. <laughs> but uh, they, they've been, you know, there's graffiti on them and, and whatever. But there's a whole bunch that, uh, that are actually coming down. Richmond, Virginia, the capital of the Confederacy, uh, they are pulling down a statue. Birmingham, Alabama is uh, leaders in, uh, by leaders, I mean like legis legislative leaders in Kentucky, Indiana, as well as, and I, this was posted earlier on Discord, um, U.S. Marine Corps is thinking of or a, a post is going to ban the displaying of the Confederate battle flag from, from the post. Like you're not allowed to have it on your car, as a sticker, anything. A patch. Yeah. I can't believe yeah. that was a fucking thing to begin with. Yeah. yeah of course it is. Why would Everybody you, why would you get be, away with it? They will. But why would you be a Marine? And hold the flag of a of people who tried to <laughs> who, who were all guilty of treason. Yeah, like why not hold an Iraqi flag? <laughs> or like yeah. it, because it's a symbol. It's a symbol of of you know the traditional white power. And I don't I don't even mean you know white power white power. I mean just traditional the white folks being in charge. 
which I guess and is yeah, my that, um, uh, What Jeff just mentioned on Discord, uh, the UK, they're bringing down a statue of uh, a slave trader in Bristol. I can't believe they had a statue tra- to a slave trader. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm assuming that they're, you know, they had some sort of story behind that, mm. that it wasn't we're going to put a statue of a slave trader. He'd be like, he, he, maybe he did something else that people liked. I don't know. I would hope so. <laughs> hey, they we, tore it down and threw it in the river. So We used to have a monument in this town to a famous Native American killer. <laughs> oh. Tom Quick. Oh, he killed Native Americans, you mean? Yeah, yeah, he went around and killed them all, and then one day, uh, some Native Americans got wind of this and asked us to take down the monument, and you know what we did? We did it. Sure. But there's still people who bitch about it to this day. Sure. If if the governor of Virginia was not currently a Democrat, do you think that statue would have come down out of the Capitol in Richmond? Probably (laughs) not, no. No. It'd be protected by the police. I got a question because you can't believe everything you see on the the internet. I've seen a lot of these photos of the graffiti and and people protesting at these things. The Lincoln Monument is not littered with graffiti right now, is it? No. Okay, so that's a fake photo I'm seeing. I think somebody did get to it like early on, but they cleaned it up quick and then they've been guarding it ever since. Okay, because the the photo I saw, it was fucking riddled with shit. Hmm. PolitiFact says no. Okay. False. Yeah, I did hear that there was some graffiti at one point, but it was minor, was my understanding. I'm always curious who starts these things. Who's just like, hey, I'm going to make a fake photo or make, there's been a thing, you might not have seen it. Yeah, maybe it is Russians, I don't know. Mm. Uh, Floating around on my Facebook feed of, again, it's not an article, it's nothing, it's just a black background with text saying that somebody was talking to their cousin at Home Depot and they, did you know what I'm talking about, Ian? No, but I already oh, love it. Oh. And they said that the protesters are coming to the suburbs, to our town, to teach us, the people in the suburbs, what's going on. Be prepared. And then everybody like, I can't believe these motherfuckers. They come here. I'm going to shoot them. And I'm just like, there's nothing. All this is is white text on a black background. But more than one person posted it. And I'm like, well, someone made that and started passing it around. And it's finding itself into different feeds. I'm like. Who just writes this shit and puts it out there? <laughs> the well, same people who sent you chain letters? Yeah. yeah. I guess you're right. <laughs> well, and it's God people damn. that want to, you know, sow discord in the United States. People that, that like us fighting each other. I mean, okay, if it's Russians, I get it. If it's sure. somebody in this country who just wakes up in the morning and go, all right, what kind of bullshit am I going to put out now? And all right, here we go. Anarchists in general, yes. Yeah. yeah, and it's not easy. I once tried to start an internet rumor and it did not catch fire. <laughs> I tried Again, because you didn't have your soul in it. Mm. You're right, I didn't. And, and it was. Didn't, it, and it was. Didn't it, Alfred teach you that some people just want to watch the world burn? That's true. <laughs> and mine wasn't even bad. It was a rumor about episode two of Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to make up the most insane fucking thing and didn't catch. <laughs> so you you mentioning about the the you know organizations backing the the protests and. And who's doing the violence? There was uh, this was going around for a while. The, and I mentioned this at the beginning of the show. This is there were white buses that were marked Soros Riot Dance Squad, seen in <laughs> Michigan, and the, the where the there was there was image being spread that, that it well it claimed that George Soros was funding the chaos, the riots, which they're not riots, they're protests. There's a distinct difference there, mm-hmm. but. It was the 
the idea that George Soros, Barack Obama, the Democratic National Committee, <laughs> all backed a plan aimed at taking down the office of the president. Not just Trump, the office of the president. I don't know how we got there. I guess, you know, you write something down and you're like, yeah, that's not crazy enough. <laughs> yeah, that's have to- really, that's, that's right up there. Huh. So, uh, yeah, the, the images, everything about it is completely fake. PolitiFact has it as a pants on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Beneath false. I really, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's in the title. I don't know a ton, but the idea that there's a gentleman named George Soros and he is this liberal boogeyman <laughs> that is pulling all the strings and is manipulating everything against the conservatives and the White House and the people that are trying to save this country. I'm like, all right, you lost me already. That's nonsense. Yes, that's nonsense. I really don't think he would call his thing the Riot Dance Squad either. <laughs> Doesn't sound like a George Soros <laughs> brand. <laughs> but you're right, but yeah, they make boogeyman. I mean, have we made boogeyman of the, the Koch brothers then? There's only one left. Fuck those guys. <laughs> no, because there's an actual paper trail for those guys. <laughs> oh, fair enough. <laughs> Absolutely. That's that's I was funny because they I, do come out and they're like, "Yes, it is us." <laughs> yeah, like uh, that's the thing is like whenever anybody's like, anytime I hear something about leftists, it's always like this weird nebulous thing that you can't prove. There's never any evidence, really, or it's like they have it and it's kind of twisted, and you're like, "Oh, well, here's the real thing," but like. If for instance, like with Donald Tr- Donald Trump, and uh, I saw like some a quote from somebody else, like it was like Biden or something like that, like Biden said blah 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 and this and that, and I'm like, well, did he? I don't know. Is there audio of it? This, again, this is just a Photoshop picture, and I like, but with Donald Trump, I have actual fucking audio of him saying, "I like to grab women by the pussy." There's no <laughs> denying. It's always hard evidence on the other side. True. And it's always weird, up in the air, sorrow. Really? Is it, do we have records of him paying for this shit? Has anyone ever taken a picture of their George Soros protesting check <laughs> and posted it online? Is, or is all these people keeping it quiet? No, every single person, all of the hundreds of thousands of people protesting, they all know enough to keep it all quiet and <laughs> not report it. <laughs> Nobody's that organized. Come on. Except for Antifa, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that Antifa shit's scary. Mm-hmm. It, well, it's scary in the sense that, like, because there's no actual organization that they could just be like, oh, I beat this guy to shit and put him in jail because he's Antifa. <laughs> right. Yeah, there's, there is it's no... terrorist... Yeah. Or, there is no organization Antifa. There is just, you know, people that are anti-fascist. Right. Lo- but, if it's labeled, <laughs> but if it's labeled that and the and the cop or whoever comes in or whatever mm-hmm. military just can... I don't know. He's... I think he's Antifa. Let's take him down. Right. Right. It's... it's it looks... Part of what Jared was just saying, it's because it falls on on us for some reason to disprove mm. the lies that they made up. So, yeah, absolutely. They can just, you know, tase you and lock you in a dungeon and be like, he was Antifa. Well, why did you think that? Does You tell me why he wasn't Antifa and we'll let him out. <laughs> yeah. Right. That's what they've been doing with people from the Middle East and Guantanamo yeah. forever. Absolutely. So, True. Yeah. now that Antifa is, looks like Trump is going to try and actually get Antifa labeled as a terrorist organization. You know he wants to. Mm. That's exactly like where that we're going. Is, I mean, that's just a time-tested uh, that that uh, the president over in the Philippines does that all the time. Yeah. He's like, I'm cracking down on drugs. Who'd you just kill? Wasn't that your political rival? Nope. Dealing drugs. <laughs> <laughs> 
Who knew that my political rival was dealing drugs? I- yeah, I can't, I can't control that. He's dead now. <laughs> he had drugs in his pocket. Go look. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, put drugs in his pocket. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it turns out he wasn't. Well, he's dead now. Who are you going to vote for? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I did want to also mention Senator Tom Cotton did an op-ed urging military incursion into the U.S. Uh, this made news mostly because it was it was put in the New York Times op-ed, and a lot of people from the New York Times, a lot of the uh, writers from New York Times went, wait, what did they publish? Mm. Why the fuck are we publishing that? And uh, yeah, the, the New York Times came out later and said, yeah, we really shouldn't have done that. That really didn't meet our standards. So yeah, yeah we really, yeah. Didn't it turn <laughs> out that the editor didn't even read it, though? I, oh, heard, I didn't see that. Yeah, I heard that the, that they first they gave it the old. Uh, well, we just want to show everybody uh, different points of view, and then it was ah, we should probably take this down. And then they're like, "Did you anybody read it?" And they're like, uh, "The guy in charge didn't." And then he resigned. <laughs> Did well, you I see heard a couple of the actual writers resigned as well because they're they have completely yeah like th- that should never have happened. Yeah, and it only happened because nobody read it. <laughs> Did you see Matt Gates's? A great tweet, Matt Gates, most punchable face in Congress. <laughs> that now no. that Antifa is labeled a terrorist organization, can we hunt them down like Muslims <gasps> or or something to that effect? Hunt them down like ISIS or something? Wow. Yeah, he's a special Classic boy. Gates. Play, huh? Yeah. Now, granted, hunt them down like ISIS is not nearly as bad as saying hunt them down like Muslims. Well, Come let on. me let me go find the exact quote. <laughs> Just to make sure. I mean, I'll take either, but if it's B, that's a gem. Uh, While we're talking about news, uh, a Pittsburgh paper barred black reporters from covering the protests, saying that they would likely be biased, so they wouldn't allow their their black reporters to to cover protests. Wait, what? That's the accusation uh, being made against uh, the Post-Gazette. Wow. Wow. I think Matt Gates split the difference for us here. Okay. <laughs> he said, now that we clearly see Antifa as terrorists, can we hunt them down like we do those in the Middle East? <laughs> oh. So. Well, yeah, he so, really did split the difference. Like, yeah. those just random people in the Middle East. Yeah, okay. So it's not as bad as we thought. It wasn't as great. <laughs> right. Uh, so, yeah, the, the, the Post-Gazette in Pittsburgh has chosen silence its black journalists and are not allowing them to report on the protests, claiming uh, that they are biased. Post-Gazette, I had more faith in you. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's what? That's really weird. They they can't be objective, so they can't cover the riots. Is this the Bezos-owned one? Pittsburgh Post-Gazette? Mm-hmm. Oh, Pittsburgh. Oh, I'm Pittsburgh. sorry. I thought this was yeah. Washington Post. No. Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. Oh, fuck that town. <laughs> How dare you! I know, I know you got. I only said that because I know you all love Pittsburgh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you you're gonna rile up the Pittsburgh atheist there. I know he's the Florida atheist now. <laughs> yeah, maybe the only one. <laughs> <laughs> Seems unlikely. Seems unlikely. I don't want willing to go in public. <laughs> Jeff, I'm just trying to start a new drinking game where I shit on Pittsburgh and you drink. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't know if you guys saw this. Probably not. I doubt any of you follow Jerry Falwell Jr. Ugh. on Twitter. But he tweeted out an image of a face mask that he wanted to make of a guy in blackface and another guy in a KKK hood. 
What? It's the uh, Virginia. I know that guy. <laughs> it's the, it's the, wasn't it the Virginia governor's? Uh, yeah, it's Ralph Northam, right? Yeah. Or is that uh, Justin Trudeau? I can never tell who's in blackface these days. Huh. Uh, what yearbook? The yearbook. Yeah, he had a yeah, picture yeah. in the yearbook that, and we never found out which one he was. The guy in blackface oh. or the guy oh, in the no, KKK we, hood? No, he did. Oh, okay. <laughs> he was the blackface one. <laughs> so he tweeted this out, thinking that he was going to once again shame Ralph Northam. So as it turns out, he pissed off a lot of people at uh, Liberty University. Um, and a lot of uh, African Americans going to Liberty University went, yeah, I quit. Hmm. I can't believe there's African Americans going I there. Can I? <laughs> right. Seriously. <laughs> uh, but apparently there were uh, a couple people that I saw. One was like a pastor. But in any case, he then came out and said that he uh, he did apologize, quote unquote, for tweeting that out. But basically turned it around and said, but it's completely Ralph Northam's problem it's not really it wasn't my fault that i tweeted that out it, it's 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 his fault for doing it in the first place wow sorry buddy it turned out the people of virginia didn't give a shit right especially the most of the black people who are like i don't know he's done good things <laughs> yeah, unfortunately yeah. at this point he's on my side and doing good things for the community so fuck you <laughs> is Junior's really- mission to be worse than his fucking father like yeah. <laughs> that's really the thing we have to learn is that Sometimes people do stupid shit, especially when they're young. If they if they're doing better things now, they can be forgiven. Look at Justin Trudeau. Nobody talks about that anymore. No. Yeah. All right. Anything hmm. else before I get on to Trump? Oh, no, Lord. that was very validating. I feel like the whole world is now on Jared and I's side with the let's ease up on offensive Halloween costumes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can recover from an offensive Halloween costume. Poor Halloween. Hmm. Just want some candy and some drinks. <laughs> <laughs> now, if you do the same outfit year after year after year, right. <laughs> now we've got a problem. I, I can see that as a problem. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, oh, it's it's October. Got to get my black face ready. I'm like, dude, you got a fucking problem, all right? <laughs> yeah. We've let this go 15 Halloweens in a row. <laughs> it's not cool. <laughs> so the first thing I have on Trump... From the religiondispatches.org is an interesting article about Trump's Bible photo op where he went out and held the Bible like he'd never held a book before. (laughs) The summary of the article is that all you have to do to understand why he looked so awkward in holding it was because he was trying to figure out the best way to hold it to promote it. If you watch his videos about Trump steaks or uh, what were the other things that the ties i think it was he it looked like a qvc commercial he was out there trying to hold it up like it was an object that needed to be photographed well it was a package that he was selling and yeah he was selling it to the evangelicals of the, of the country the package exactly. is he is a god why did he man. look so angry then yeah well he i think he was doing his um i'm i am a strong man in charge face yeah absolutely it's amazing that by the way this was that happened this week we Last talk- Monday, actually. So did we talk about this? Yeah. Little. We yeah. did. We did. Because uh, the, the more and more I learn about it, I'm mm-hmm. more shocked about it. Like that clearly that this was done because of the bunker bitch comment. Mm-hmm. And also, I thought he gave a speech or something there. He just went over there and took the picture and then walked away. Yeah. A couple of reporters. Uh, one reporter asked him, is that your Bible? And he said, this is a Bible. 
What the fuck? And then Mattis, didn't Mattis throw him under the bus because of this? Yeah. Yeah. And then like five other generals? Well, they threw him under the bus for threatening and attempting to use the U.S. military to put down um, peaceful protesters. Attempting? He did! <laughs> well, he didn't, he used um, the the guard. Oh, he was hoping for a nationwide. Yeah, he, he was looking for the U.S. military, you know, soldiers, oh, right. not the guard. But he also said that we didn't we didn't attack peaceful protesters. That's not ex- at all what happened. Uh, he also said that they didn't use tear gas, uh, and then he went with the yeah, but Antifa was inciting violence there. So completely contradicting what he just said that they didn't do anything. Um, and there's a video of the tear gas. Mm. No, but Bill Barr told me those two things had nothing to do with each other. No, <laughs> absolutely nothing to do with even though they happened within an hour of each other. We watched it live on CNN. On you know, left side of the screen was tear gas, and um, you know, people and police in with riot shields pushing, physically pushing people backwards. And the other side was Trump giving his speech before he made the walk over there. I mean, it was literally side by side. It was happening. You could hear the flashbangs um, <sighs> while Trump was speaking. It was insane. Yeah, CNN actually had live video of him and the protest at the same time. And the brilliant part was they didn't turn down the volume of the the protest. So you could hear everything going on. You could hear the shrieks from the crowd. You could see the tear gas. You could hear the flashbangs. Meanwhile, Trump's giving a speech about how he is on the side of the peaceful protesters. Yeah. this. You know what I love? My favorite part about that photo, too, is... Again, I see this all over my Facebook feed, is it's time to teach you libtards some history lessons. Hmm. And they show the picture of Trump holding the Bible, and they're like, this isn't okay, but this is, and there's a picture of Clinton at the same church holding a Bible. He didn't clear out people from that, tear Exactly. Gas. I don't understand how that part <laughs> eludes them. That, like, was Clinton shooting tear gas at his own citizens yeah. to, to, to walk over there? Like, Nobody I don't said- know if they just don't know, or they're just like, I don't get it. Uh. Oh, wait. you got to read is the headline, Jared. Yeah. (laughs) Hold on. Oh. Look at, just getting the blood vessels going, looking at my tattoo. (laughs) (laughs) So I do have an article that I wanted to throw in with that, that not only do we have all the video of it, but the the faith leaders that they chased off the the porch of the church also came out and said, yeah, it was tear gas. We clearly saw tear gas, smelled tear gas. There were people with tears. Like, this is... Absolutely, what happened? Well, they they collected empty canisters and said, "This is this tear gas." And the answer was, "Well, that's that's you know, it's not tear gas, tear gas. It's you know, <laughs> chemical weapons, pepper, whatever." It wasn't um, a pepper balls. Pepper <laughs> that's balls. the other thing that they said. Uh, tear gas is not a chemical. That was one of the White House <laughs> spokesperson responses. Tear, tear gas isn't. It's not a chemical composition. Wait, what? <laughs> I don't even know what that was supposed to be about. No. All right, did you, so... Did you guys... To, I'm sorry. Oh, you got more on the... Or. I, I do, specifically about the Bible. Mm. Okay, go ahead. So the Bible that he held up, obviously, we had clear pictures of it. People went and looked it up. What Bible is that? So that Bible, uh, strangely enough, and if you know anything about the history of who prints Bibles, it, it is strange. It's a revised standard version of the Bible published by the National Council of Churches. The National Council of Churches is mainline Protestants, mostly liberals. <laughs> Evangelicals generally preferred the King James Version, um, or 
more recently, uh, the good news for modern men and the new international version, which widely distributed or the new King James version. But yeah, the revised standard version, not only is, is it strange for him to be holding that, but it, it's even stranger because there is a new revised standard version that, so this Bible is incredibly old, printed in like the 60s, likely given as a gift to like one of Ivanka's, I don't know, one of Ivanka's friends or something mm. is the guess. But it's just a very strange version of the Bible to, for him to be holding up. Well, she um, was, before she married Jared, she was a generic Protestant, I think. I think they were generically Protestant. And she held it out of her purse. So, I, I, I mean, they're not a family of Bible owners. Right. And it does make sense if they were given this Bible and it sat on a shelf, never, you know, really read. And then they just like, oh, give me, give me the Bible. And that's the one that they grabbed because. Sure. That's it's the one they have. to them. Yeah. Uh, and in any case, it's not really a, it's not a big deal because it doesn't change anything. But if you're really a Christian and really into what version of the Bible is correct and what is the, the best translation from Hebrew, Greek and Aramaic, then you, he clearly is not a Christian. Like it just, it just doesn't make any sense that he would have that Bible. I, I find it amusing that the, you know, the, the true word of God has different versions <laughs> that also, Trump, me. Trump hasn't been to a church since New Year's. Yeah, he's a priester. Did you see the mashup video of all the senators coming out of uh, <laughs> the building where they were asking them questions about this, and every one of them was just ducking and dodging the question mm -hmm. and shrugging their shoulders, except for Ted Cruz, who had a shit bag answer um, that it was the protesters' fault. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a cuck! What a fucking <laughs> cuck! Yeah. Again, I don't understand how Ted Cruz could possibly back Trump, and yet he's doing it. His he's doing his I mean, absolute best. Yeah, yeah, with the with the passion that he does it. I mean, that's that's really the shame. Like, like I can understand trying to do your job and trying to stuff some of that hate down. Like, but man, again, maybe it's I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm confused. Maybe he's doing it out of some sense of professionalism but no 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 jeez you say that sort of thing about my wife and my dad and mm. i will run you down with my car when i see you walking to the fucking capitol building from the white house don't you guys know the story of what happened with ted cruz the reported story that remember when he came out at the convention and came out and was like vote your conscience and walked off the stage and everybody lost their shit do you remember that part yes i remember that okay yeah. no Oh, you don't remember that? At the Republican nope. National Convention, when Ted Cruz came out, he mm -hmm. instead of backing Trump, he said, vote your conscience, mm -hmm. and walked off the stage, and everybody, everybody threw a fucking out. fit. Yeah. Wow. Apparently, after that, he went upstairs to his benefactors, who are the Mercers, who mm -hmm. run Breitbart and, other, and fund other bullshit Republican things. And what he didn't know is that they started backing Trump. And when he went upstairs to the room, they shut the door on him and told him he was fucking cut off. Ooh. Right? And then, then, then the next day- Motherfuckers phone banking for Trump. Wow. Yeah, it's, so all since, about, it's all about the money. It's all about, you know, you, you can't get reelected if you don't have those people backing you. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how he doesn't go home and his wife's like, you are such a bitch. <laughs> you know what he said about me? You fucking bitch. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. She just looks at all the money she has. Yeah, I guess you're right. I mean. She looks at her. She, she, look, 
she starts to feel bad about what Trump used to say, and then she thinks about her second and third house and mm-hmm. goes, mm, I really am ugly. I'm the worst. <laughs> Look at all my cash. Yeah. <laughs> Real briefly, has anybody heard about this Lady G nonsense? I was just going to bring it up. No. <laughs> it is a fantastic story. Oh, my God. <laughs> no. I feel like it's not That's getting always, a lot of traction. I have no idea. <laughs> So Phil, Ian, and I in. <laughs> I was I was looking at Twitter and I saw Lady G trending. I'm like, what the hell is Lady G? So I wandered into Twitter Crazyland, and Lady G is supposedly the name that the young boys that uh, Lindsey Graham hires. That's what he asks them to call him, Lady G. <laughs> <laughs> so so apparently, a bunch of male gay prostitutes are trying to sue him because they're under NDAs for some reason. Right. Well, not for some reason. I know the reason. <laughs> and uh, they claimed that when he was getting banged by them, he insisted they call him Lady G. Now, I don't know if this story is fucking true. It's just it's amazing. amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when I first heard it, I was like, I mean, I'm going to want to follow up on this. But so far, it sounds believable. <laughs> sure. And go live your best life, Lady G. But <laughs> don't be a hypocrite. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You're not living your best life currently. No. Holy crap. I mean, it's clear. I mean, we're all in the same boat that Lindsey Graham is a self-hating homosexual, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. I think it's clear. Yeah. yeah. yeah they're threatening him with a lawsuit if they don't. Yeah, they're talking about NDAs and they're talking about he likes likes the boys on the younger side. And it, it, it was a, it, it's, it's worth wandering into because it's a bunch of craziness and it's highly entertaining. Uh-huh. I mean, again, if it's not true, it's not true. But right. if these guys actually produce NDAs that they have from Lindsey Graham, yeah. like, did, I mean, then you have to ask, why do they all have NDAs? Right. If, you know, Lindsey Graham has made them sign sign NDAs, what for? I think we no, should I do a, a GoFundMe to, you know, buy one of them out. <laughs> so we can see no, what it says. I know this is a atheist podcast, but if I could just say a little prayer to the universe. <laughs> That this story is fucking true. <laughs> really appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, just just come out of the closet and you know be yourself. Yeah, and stop being an Money. ass. Money. I mean, the people and that vote for him currently will no longer vote for him. Hundred percent. Yes. Yeah. How dare you hashtag cancel crap weasel? <laughs> <laughs> Only someone from Pittsburgh would say shit like that. <laughs> Jared's trying to start a feud, and I'm not really sure why. <laughs> I pray to the universe. <laughs> right. So and, Hardly a prayer. <laughs> so while we're talking about Trump getting rid of the, the protesters so that he could have a photo op, the ACLU and Black Lives Matter uh, accused Trump and his, his administration of unprovoked and criminal attack on demonstrators, and they are suing Trump and Barr. For what happened in Lafayette Square. There were some um, journalists that were suing as well because their rights were also have also been trampled upon. I mean, the, a lot of journalists were targeted by the police. It's crazy. Yeah, we discussed that quite a bit last week. I, that mm-hmm. was my that was my big takeaway is why are journalists being targeted? And clearly it's because the cops wanted to get away with stuff. Yeah. Like they were clearly being targeted. I don't think there's any disputing that. No. Good for them. Yeah. We support the ACLU every month. So this isn't any news for us, but on NBCNews.com, there is an article about 
how Trump is the Christian nationalist guy. Uh, it talks about how everything he's done from the pandemic to the, the protests, it all kind of, well, it doesn't kind of, it all fits this narrative of the Christian nationalist, the, the idea of the, the dominion, the, mm. the idea that the Christians want to have dominion over the country. More so? Mm-hmm. Right, yes. Well, totally, yes. They want, it, they want Christian sh- Sharia law. Oh, okay. Ugh. Yeah. Women aren't allowed to, wor- to work, aren't allowed to have birth control. We're supposed to, you know, populate the earth. There'll be much more, you know, it'd be much easier to get a job then because, you know, women won't be able to work. This seemed to be a theme in my newsfeed this week. There's another article from the Religion News Service talking about the Christian nationalists and how uh, Trump is really trying to, to woo them uh, by doing all these different things. Well, he always comes back to the, um, yeah, all the judges were getting in. That's a, a pretty consistent refrain for him. And that's what that, that's about. It's getting these conservative judges in, in spots before he's kicked out of office. Well, I mean, it's the one thing that they are really good at. Yeah. They they give him a list of people. He points his finger at one of them. And then they get that person into a, a position of authority. Like that. That is one thing that the rep- Republicans are really doing well right now. Mm. Unfortunately. So, once we get out of this mess, we need to figure out how to impeach a whole bunch of them. I don't know how to do that. We'll have to look it up. I don't know. Let's start on some some sort of uh, suit for people who are unqualified for their jobs. Sure. Because <laughs> most of them are completely unqualified. Yeah. So I also saw religionpublic.blog. There is a survey that went out that said that one in five Americans, about 22% actually, believe that Democrats, if put in office, will attempt to ban the Bible. What? <laughs> what? Well, that's what they've been told. <laughs> Did they forget the eight years that Obama was in office? Did he just forget to do it? <laughs> I, I don't know. Mm. I, I, it's the same as, you know, they're going to take our guns, they're going to take our Bibles. It's, I think it's just warmongering. It's, it's putting a, something out there so that people will be offended and, and get out of their, their house to go vote because they own a Bible and they don't want the Democrats taking it away. Well, it's increasing the division between the left and the right. You got to keep them isolated and separate so that they don't talk to each other and learn that, hey, you're not so bad. <laughs> I like what Alpha said. That's a policy I can hang my hat on. I might vote for a Democrat. <laughs> 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 yeah, but the survey is really kind of amazing. The, the s- Democrats will strip your religious rights. The numbers are incredibly high, like 29% of Christians think that they will lose religious freedom if the Democrats are in control of the, of the government. But what does that mean, though, lose religious freedom? Lose, lose their ability to pray how they want to pray? Or lose the ability to um, force everybody in the school to pray as their son prays? What they think? Yes. Yes. Mm. They're two different, <laughs> right. very different things. <laughs> right. It will never be A. They won't admit that they're worried about B. Mm. Yeah, if the Democrats get back in power, man, just think. In just a couple months, they'll go to Starbucks to get their morning latte, and they'll have to hear Happy Holidays. Disgusting. <laughs> Disgusting, this war on Christianity. Yeah. They are persecuted, and you're taking away all their rights. <sighs> Sorry. They'll I'm be- voting Trump 2020. They'll believe anything. <laughs> just to do anything. Get you if you do. <laughs> <laughs> Grab you by the ear. Make you change it. <laughs> <laughs> 
Unlikely. I've already mailed it in. <laughs> this voting by mail has been a real treat. Uh. It's the second best thing. Like, I've always dreamed that they would make voting day a national holiday, so it would be easier to do. This is slightly better than that. <laughs> no, it's going to destroy this country. Which doesn't even make sense. I don't know who put that in Trump's head, but it's not even... It is true that the more people vote, the more Democratic people tend to win. But mail, mail-in voting does not actually make it so that more people vote. Strangely enough, that's not the only – like a lot of Republicans do mail-in voting. A lot of Republicans. Yeah, because half of them can't walk. Or they live out in the country and it's a long way to go to go vote. It's much easier to just drop it in the mail. Unless you're me. Anyway, I encourage people to do mail-in voting, and you can go buy some stamps and help support the post office. Yeah. We did. We hardly ever mail anything, but we've got some John Oliver stamps <laughs> on sitting on our table, so. He makes his own stamps now? Well, you can purchase them from the uh, from the post office, yeah. Yeah. Not, well, oh. not from the post office. You have to get them through, uh, is it postal.com or whatever it is, the online thing? Mm. Stamps.com? Stamps.com. That's it. Yeah. Now I'm skeptical. It was a bit he did on the show about the post office and how you can't, you should defund it. Yeah. And he did buy my stamps and to give them some money. A lot of people did it. I didn't. Oh, yeah. I assume you guys all, since he's our bitter rival, I assume you guys watched his most recent show. <laughs> yes. Uh, I mean, aside from the fact that it was very informative and, you know, appropriately so, way heavy for that show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I, f- I finished that show and I was like, oh. Brutal. If I could go back in time, I would have picked something else. <laughs> I would have gone back to being ignorant <laughs> and sleepy. But, uh. Man, when he when he showed that clip of of uh, Biden's suggestions for how to make things better with police, <laughs> about they teach police to shoot them in the leg instead of in the heart, and he was like, <laughs> in his defense, that totally encapsulates his candidacy. <laughs> I was just thinking that a second ago. I was like, where did I see that? I got to bring that, that up. That made me so happy. I was like, oh, it is like getting shot in the leg instead of in the heart. <laughs> Biden twenty twenty makes me slightly sad. Yeah. <laughs> But not that sad. <laughs> I mean, I am comforted by the fact that he will be surrounded by competent people. I'm just comforted by the fact that he's not Donald Trump. Well, yeah, that's, that's enough. Yeah. <laughs> so the there are a lot of Republicans who are speaking out against Trump. I, I, this isn't really speaking out against Trump or the first guy I'm talking about. But Pat Robertson from <laughs> the 700 Club actually t- said something against Trump this week. No. He's talking about uh, Donald Trump was botching up his response to the protests. He says that he thinks that uh, now would be the time to say that I understand your pain. I want to comfort you. Anything that, you know, another president would have said. But he says that the president took a different course. He said, I am the president of law and order. And the he issued a heads up saying, I'm, I'm going to send in the military troops. And Pat Robertson says... He spoke of them as being jerks. You just don't do that, Mr. President. It's not cool. (laughs) (laughs) So he actually said that what Trump was doing with the whole photo op thing was bad, was not cool. Uncool. Uncool. (laughs) (laughs) Along with that, Colin Powell says that uh, he cannot in any way support Donald Trump and will be voting for Joe Biden. That's another negative hit for Biden, but... (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> uh, but he said that uh, he's he said that Trump has moved f- uh, far too far away from the Constitution. When the fuck was he near the Constitution? Would be my first question. Like, and now he's gone too far. Now, <laughs> now yeah. 
I mean, great. We'd love to have you, but damn, dude. <laughs> you haven't been paying attention. But there's uh, there's several people. Uh, George W. Bush. Um, he actually came out and said he never said that. Oh, really? Yeah. So who knows? Wait, he never said what? He said that he never... He said recently he that he never said he was not going to vote for Trump. He didn't say who he was going to vote for. Wait, I'm not sure what he said and what he's denying. The story was is that um, that George W. Bush was not going to vote for Trump. He was going to vote for Biden because Trump was you know crazy pants. Mm-hmm. But then he came. That's, that's a false story. That is a George Bush says that's a false story. Okay. So did so somehow is he still associated with the Republican convention and maybe. They contacted him and said, what are you doing? Yeah. But we do have multiple, like an admiral and generals saying that uh, the president's threat to use military force was against the Constitution. Mattis. Mad uh, dog Mattis. Mad dog uh, clearly said Mm. that we are witnessing the consequences of three years of this deliberate effort by Donald Trump never tries to, uh, to do what's best for the American people. Who else was there? Uh, Romney, ob- obviously. Yeah. Cindy actually, McCain. Romney actually um, uh, walked with Black Lives Matter in a protest. Yeah, he's still trying to be there. What is it? White horse? Is that the uh, <laughs> correct term? Yeah, sounds right. Oh, is that the? Yeah, is that the? That's the the, the Mormon savior thing of a thing? Yeah. Yeah, something like that. He is supposed to arrive on a white horse, and yeah. Classic Romney. Did you catch that tweet by Trump, though, about Mattis, where he was like, his nickname used to be Chaos, but I decided to call him Matt. I, I nicknamed him Mad Dog, which is not true. Not true. Yeah, it's not true in any way. He's been known <laughs> what as Mad is the Dog matter? For- Why lie about that? <laughs> Why try to lie? Like, it's clearly a lie. Yeah. I know. He was calling. I mean, there's thousands of videos of me like, we got Mad Dog. They call him Mad Dog. He never once said, I'm going to start calling. Uh, it's just ins- – that is true insanity, right? Yeah, but, but this is a pattern of behavior. He has come up with a number of things. Well, he said he's come up with a number of things. And what did he say he, ca- he came up with? Uh, some common phrase. He said he came up with it. He- fake news. Fake news. Yeah, he, ma- he made that up. I'm like, what? He's crazy, <laughs> clearly. And, and we've also talked about the fact he probably believes that he came up with the term Mad Dog Mattis. That's probably – his brain is telling him, yep, you came up with that. I don't know. Both scenarios are very disturbing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. I feel like we explored that on this show, but I don't remember what our conclusion was that that he li- he he lies about things that are easily disproven, but we never understood why. Mm. Like he lies about everything, mm. but filter your lies a little bit. <laughs> well, I mean, he was yeah, he, to claim that he invented that nickname. That's a he went to the bunker claim, to inspect it. That's that, hilarious. That, that is hilarious, <laughs> but. You, you, you know, you can't immediately disprove that. Like, sure, it's false. And I know in my heart it's false. But, you know, Mattis could come out and be like, no, 100%. Mm. He did not give me that nickname. Everybody else was like, yeah, sure. He was inspecting that. He just had a random inspection. <laughs> at the time when there were protests getting close to the White House, at you know, they woke him up out of his bed and took him down to the bunker. <laughs> right, but Total that's that's kind of like a lie I can understand. And again, not easily provable unless your well, uh, attorney general comes out and says, no, the Secret Service wanted him down there because they were afraid. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> came out and said, yeah. Yeah, but again, but it's like, that's a big sort of lie. Not really. And then there's like this stupid little lie that makes no, st- I don't, it's. 
Yeah, the oh Mad Dog. Like, why? Why would you lie about that? Right. Well, yeah, the the, the Bar one, <laughs> at least, you know, Bar tried to 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 soften by absorbing the responsibility. Mm. Like Trump, Trump would have been out there fist fighting the the, <laughs> the protesters <laughs> on his own, but we forced him into that bunker. <laughs> Well, and also, Barr was trying to say that the protesters are dangerous. We really hmm. needed to do this because they were getting dangerous and they were endangering the president of the United States. Meanwhile, oh, Trump is like, I was, I was never in danger. I wasn't scared. <laughs> I'm a brave boy. I was I was listening to uh, – I forget what it was. And they were talking about this bunker thing. They're like, could you imagine if they made the movie Air Force One but with Trump in it? Yeah. And they're like, <laughs> he would totally go into that escape pod and <laughs> – and the FBI guys were like, Mr. President, you got to go. And he would just be like, okay, but don't tell anybody I went in here. And they're like, your wife and children are in here. He's like, I don't care about that. Just let everybody know I wasn't in the pod. <laughs> and then he would hit the lever and just fucking leave. <laughs> well, All right. Last thing that I have about Trump, kind of, I think, is just another uh, another note about the negative things he's doing. While he's in office, signs another order to waive environmental reviews for key projects. Uh, he said that basically he, he thinks that it would cost Americans jobs and hurt the economy, the recovering economy, if uh, he didn't do this. So you can look for the EPA to pretty much not do anything in the future. I mean, he's been he's been grinding them into dust since yeah. almost day one. Yeah. yeah. But the COVID isn't stopping him from continuing well he's got a you know he's got corporate people who needs to keep happy so now yeah speaking epa with their job killing regulations <laughs> speaking of the, the coronavirus there's money to be made the Sorry. uh yeah. the coronavirus has not really slowed down in fact the, it has passed seven million cases worldwide mm -hmm. and according to art an article in the new york times it is getting worse the number of cases per day is going up. Uh, last Sunday's tally was the highest single-day tally so far. So it is not getting better. It is getting worse. Uh, now, this is mostly speaking worldwide, but I have a feeling that come the next week or so, we will see, again, the resurgence here in the U.S. Well, five minutes ago, we got a... Um, alert from the Washington Post that says coronavirus hospitalizations have risen sharply in several states since Memorial Day weekend. So it's already begun. All the more reason to be in the green. <laughs> <laughs> All the more reason. Wear your mask, wash your hands, know the circles that you of people that you interact with and know who they interact with. Just be smart. Don't go to bars. Don't go to clubs. Hmm. <laughs> Uh, I also did want to mention this. The headline that I read said, sadly, we have lost Seal. Mm? He's fine. He's not dead. <laughs> Seal, the singer. Yeah. But we, as in people who think, people who generally think that the coronavirus is real and not a hoax, we, we've lost Seal. He has talked about the pandemic video and no. how it reveals a no. lot of truth. <laughs> And he said that, you know, really, the only thing you have to know is they keep trying to take it down. That tells you all you need to know about it. Oh, <laughs> silly, silly man. <laughs> yeah. You had one song, motherfucker. Shut up. <laughs> Two. One and a half. <laughs> I can't even name any of them, so. Kiss from a Rose. And Crazy. Crazy was his first uh, one. Yeah. All uh, right. There's two. That's pretty good. That is pretty good. <laughs> oh, he's married to Heidi Klum. Or was married to Heidi Klum. 
that was his claim to real fame. Everybody's been married to Heidi Klum. No one cares. <laughs> um, a ten- No! What? Sorry, I got over it real quick. Sorry, <laughs> Grinch told me that- Ah, farts! Uh, he said that, Ian, your favorite author is a crackpot and doesn't believe in science. And I went, gosh darn it. <laughs> Why am I censoring myself? Why am I censoring myself on this show of all shows? <laughs> Fuck you, Jim Butcher. I loved your books, and now I want you to get the coronavirus. <laughs> Continue to tell me how fake it is. Mm. God. Damn, that series was good, though. <laughs> all those books. Ah! <laughs> I'm spiraling. Quick, go to the next story. Okay. <laughs> Wait, did you say farts? Because that's like something you say in front of your son. Yes. <laughs> oh, God. I've been home a lot with Owen. <laughs> I've been not cursing again. Uh, this this show is a bad influence. <laughs> it's called the profane argument. I mean, come on. Uh, so state news. This is a general state news thing that I would have talked about before the coronavirus. So I don't know. Does that make you feel better? A Tennessee bill is aimed to impose release time on all school districts to allow students an hour of church time. One less hour of... of- Learning things. And instead going to church. However, uh, as mentioned in the article and more so on their website, the Satanic Temple said, hey, (laughs) an hour away from from school? Thanks. Cool. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, the Satanic Temple put out a statement saying, well, we would really like to take advantage of this and and allow the students to enjoy the empathic uh, teachings of the Satanic Temple. Nice. Well done. Yeah. We'll, we'll see how that goes, but I'm pretty sure the Satanic Temple is going to be all over it. Also in Tennessee, there is a new religion. Uh-oh. So a lot of states are putting out absentee ballots. Like some states are just mailing a mail-in ballot to everyone who's a registered voter because they understand with the coronavirus, it's going to be difficult. Tennessee is not one of those states. They <laughs> say that you are required to give them a reason so before you can get an absentee ballot. An absentee ballot. One of the reasons you can give is if your voting day falls on a religious holiday. <laughs> so, introducing the Church of Universal Suffrage, its officially registered nonprofit religious organization that exists purely to circumvent this Tennessee law. Awesome. <laughs> It has a religious holiday on every single election day. <laughs> well They done. consider elections to be part of their religious <laughs> freedom, and that is their religious holidays. So if you need to vote for any particular reason, here's your excuse. The Church of Universal Suffrage. Well done. Thank you, Mr. Tim Jacobs, an employee of the state's Department of Environmental Con- and Conservation. <laughs> so... I thought that was very amusing. Uh, they also reference in this article, which is on the Friendly Atheist, the John Oliver's Our Lady of Perpetual Exemption, <laughs> which was the, you know, fit the IRS's definition of a church. That's exactly what this guy did. Oh, well, I want to I want to get a, a mail-in ballot. Here's my way to doing it. And now anybody else can join my church. Nice. All right. That is all I have. Does anybody have anything else they want to discuss? No, sir. Totally just in a quagmire of sadness right now. <laughs> Man, you- this is why I don't read books. God damn it. I'm going to go back to just watching movies. 
Just don't learn anything bad about you know your directors or producers. Or... Mm. Yeah, I won't. Yeah, I'll try not to find out. Uh, oh! I don't envy you, Ian. It's a tough place to be. God, man, I'm 14 books into that series, and now I just have to fucking hit the eject button and just be like, well, I'll just make up the own ending in my head. Piss ass fuck shit. <laughs> Well, it could be worse. He just said the coronavirus is fake. It's nothing else. That could be way worse. Yeah, he's probably still a piece of shit. Well, anybody that <laughs> once, you, once, you, once you start finding out who he is, mm-hmm. it's just gonna there's there's layers. It's not mm-hmm. like he gets better per layer, right? I mean, that's not something that people that believe normal things believe, right? If you believe that, you believe other crazy things because that, that's mm-hmm. not in isolation. <laughs> but no, I have no other things. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's all we're going to have for this week. Uh, I want to thank everyone for listening, and a special thanks to our patrons for supporting the podcast, especially those of you who can join us here, fact check live as we uh, record. It's fantastic. Uh, If you enjoyed the podcast, you could join in. Again, go to our Patreon page and sign up, and you can join us here live. Uh, If you can't do that, you could still leave a review on iTunes, SoundCloud, wherever you happen to listen. Uh, If you want to contact us, Facebook.com slash ProfaneArg or tweet at ProfaneArg. Also, please check out other shows on the podcasting network, of which we're a member. It's called the soon-to-be-named network, soon-to-be-named-network.com. You can find current and archived shows, including the one that we mentioned earlier, The Prodigal Sons. That's really archived. Yeah, it really, <laughs> really kind of is, but eh, it's enjoyable. I want to thank everyone for listening, and until next time, I'm Ray. I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. Thank you. Good night, and may your God go with you.